In this final segment, we're going to look at the game between the Chiefs and the Cardinals, and we're also going to look at Sunday Night Football on the Irish NFL show, presented by Cassidy Travel. Also got a link for Cassidy Travel and a link for NFL Game Pass. We're doing giveaways all weekend on social. Check it out, Column. Uh, you're a big admirer of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. This is an interesting game because a lot of people are very down on the Cardinals, and a lot of people are down on Cliff Kingsbury. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs last season did not play to their fullest extent because they didn't go to the Super Bowl. How do you see this? Because for me, it's a fascinating matchup between Kyler Murray, who got his way. He's been doing a lot of homework over the last few weeks, and uh, it's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah, well, it tells us something about the Chiefs when not they don't go to the Super Bowl and it's a, a disappointment. I asked if the last game would be the game where we saw the most combined passing yards. I could equally ask the same question about this game because I think both of these uh, sides will uh, be air, airing it out. Uh, possibly the, the only thing maybe more certain than that will be uh, Juju and Jackson Mahomes in a pre-game TikTok dance. So keep an eye out for for that um look the the chiefs have won seven straight season openers they've won a record six afc uh west titles in a row andy reed is an absolute magician it doesn't seem to matter who the quarterback is but having the, uh, the quarterback be patrick mahomes makes it uh all that um you know easier for for him i am really can't wait to see what they're going to dial up, what the offense looks like this year. The Cardinals, we were always down them at the start of the season because it always ends so poorly. And th- then they, they start well, but it's going to be really difficult without Hopkins. Um, so to, to me, the, the Chiefs need their pass rush, right? Last year, they had 31 sacks in um, in the regular season, the fourth fewest in the NFL. They brought in Carl Aftis. I expect that to be better this year. It, it has to be. And for that reason, I'm going to say um, that between the improvements on, um, I think, the pass rush, and Patrick Mahomes maybe finding his form once again, the Chiefs are starting 1-0. Um, you know, I don't know if you took the opportunity to look at the Cardinals' uh, injury report, Stephen, which is, has got worse as the hours have gone on. So now we're at the stage where Byron Murphy, cornerback, is unlikely to play. Mullins, the cornerback with toe injury, he's now officially out. Uh, Watt is unlikely to play. Zach Ertz is unlikely to play. And Moore, the, uh, the second round wide receiver, has been officially ruled out of the game, who was the step up to Cork. With all those injuries, I find it very difficult to see how a Cardinals team that I didn't think would beat this Chiefs team in the first place, can live with the, uh, live with the, live with the Chiefs. They get into a high-scoring game, yeah, I can see it been a bit of a ding-dong, maybe in the fourth quarter they can find a way to get it over the line, but I think the Chiefs, who we haven't really spoke too much about, have quietly gone about their business in the off-season, and the expectations have lessened for this team. They may have missed the boat in terms of they've had these opportunities over the course of the last four years to win Super Bowls. We touched on it when we did the show in the Aviva when we had John Callahan, who was a Chiefs fan. He, he touched on the, the difficult defeat to the Patriots to then win the Super Bowl. They didn't lose the Super Bowl. They then throw away the championship game. Has their time come and gone? And they really should potentially have won two or three Super Bowls. But Andy Reid is Andy Reid. He's a great head coach. And Mahomes is still arguably one of the best in the league. And on Sunday, we'll see again the Chiefs team that we've seen evolve. And I think the Chiefs will win this game comfortably. Um, we just talked about the Chargers game. I, one little tidbit. Josh Harris 
Long snapper for the Chargers, the highest paid long snapper in the league. Don't don't say that we don't give you all of the detail in relation to it. And I mention it because then you go to the quarterback position on the other end of the spectrum and two of the highest paid quarterbacks in the entire league will be uh, matching up against each other. One of them has done a lot to deserve that. The other one has still a hell of a lot to prove. And in fact, when you consider that Kyler Murray is going to take up a greater percentage of the cap uh, this year than Patrick Mahomes, um, that's not good structure in my mind in relation to it from the Arizona Cardinals. And I'm not still convinced um, that he is the long-term solution and he can make it as a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He has performed some miracles at times. Uh, we won't ever forget, I think, the Hale Murray against the Bills to win the game. His athleticism is off the charts. But has he proved it week in, week out? We've talked before about the Cliff Kingsbury swoon towards the end of the season. This Cardinals team is going to have to hit the ground fast and hard and hit the ground running to make an impression this year, bearing in mind still playing in the NFC West with the Rams and the 49ers are going to be very tough to contend with, even with the Rams losing, obviously, on Thursday night. Um, with that all being said, I don't think the Chiefs are unstoppable or in anything like the force they've been in previous years. The loss of Tyreek Hill, albeit they've made steps with Juju Smith-Schuster, for example, to create for some of that. Some Chiefs fans are very excited about some of the younger wide receivers emerging and coming through. Um, but they, I think they take a little bit of a step down from the top of the throne. The Cardinals, however, have a longer step to take in my mind. And I just can't see that they can put it together successfully. Chiefs, for me, to win this game. And the Cards to have a long season ahead, locked in with Kyler. In terms of what Mark made reference to there, the Cardinals open up against the Chiefs. They then have the Raiders and the Rams in the first three weeks of the season. In week five, they play the Eagles. In week seven, they play the Saints. In week eight, they play the Vikings. And in week 10, they play the Rams again. And now, yeah, they've got the 49ers and the Chargers. A bye week against the Patriots. I'm only joking, Mark. I hope the Patriots win that game just for you. Uh, they've got a really, really difficult schedule. So it's not going to be like a 7 0 situation again this year. If it is, that's. <laughs> Jesus, that's unreal. Um, School started again last week. At least it did in the north. I presume it did in the south as well. Um, and Kyler Murray got homework. Kyler Murray's homework was to go off and look exactly how uh, the Kansas City defense prepares itself for quarterbacks, for athletic quarterbacks. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to sleep on Saturday night. Uh, the, re- the reality of this game is Patrick Mahomes has now got new offensive weapons where he's got Juju. He still has big Travis and he's now got uh, Sky Moore as well, who's like wide receiver free, which says a lot. Uh, yes, they've lost guys like uh, Ward. They've lost the Honey Badger, but they've still got Frank Clark there. They've still got an unbelievable safety in Justin Reed there as well. Um, they'll comfortably win this game comfortably and I just can't see how Cliff Kingsbury can set up a team to uh, win this game personally. Mark you got a quick point to make? Uh, just you mentioned schedule the Chiefs I think their first 10 games are against teams with winning records from last season it's regarded as the toughest strength of schedule ever in the history of the NFL it's never happened before in that regard so they, they need that quick start as well yes and when you've got two other AFC West teams playing each other at the same time and the Broncos playing the Seahawks on Monday they need to get off to a quick start as well uh, okay so let's look at Sunday Night Football 
the last game of the week before Monday Night Football, obviously. Duh, that's how it works. Waiting all day for Sunday night. Uh, thanks to the comment in Twitter live saying Chiefs with five exclamation marks. Bucks going up against the Cowboys in Jerry World. Uh, Colin, what a season has been for the Tampa Bay Bucks and my Jesus, what a season it's been for Dallas. We think it's interesting to bring back a 40-year-old during the week. Sounds like one of you lads making a run out for Dallas someday, lads. Jerry Jones is the biggest obstacle to the Dallas Cowboys having any success. The sooner Jerry sells the, the team, the better. They, If they had Paris Hilton as the owner, uh, they would be better off. It's a Tom Brady's universe. The Bucs are going to win double-digit games. The Bucs are winning this. We're on to Cincinnati. Oh, that was nice and sharp at that game, wasn't he? Um, there's a couple of storylines here. We touched on the you're looking forward to see how this Raiders and Chargers game is going to go in terms of how the season finished for the, um, for the Chargers last year. Let's not forget how the season finished for those poor Cowboys, you know, scrambling up to the line, trying to get a snap off to get it, you know, to spike the ball to get that field goal to, to get themselves an opportunity in overtime against those 49ers. They have been reading off that defeat for months and end so much that they've actually lost a lot of players they have gone backwards. And I think it's fair to say most Cowboys fans would even would even be uh, said it's a fair comment. But again, it hasn't got any bearing in the, in the past week. And once I could see for a long time why people were saying this is not a great matchup for the Bucks going into Dallas opening night. The Cowboys be well up for it. what's happened over the past week. He's, uh, Michael's called it. Marcus Peters has come in. I'm not sure if he's going to play at left tackle. If he does, which I, is probably a bit of a stretch, he's then going to have to support a, a new rookie who's going to play left guard who essentially you didn't expect to play for four to five weeks because Deirdre Smith is gone till December. So their influx on the offensive line, I don't see Dak Prescott can being able to consistently stand there and get get the ball off. I think the front seven of the Bucks will do damage, and I think Brady will have a game in itself. Um, but I don't think it'll be the storyline of the game. Brady's performance will be more so around the fact that the Cowboys can't get it going offensively, and the Bucks will win. Uh, the River Lethe, or Lethe, is one of the five rivers in the underworld in Hades. And uh, if you drink from it, guys, that you... Forget everything. It's the source of forgetfulness and amnesia. It surrounds the cave of hypnos or hypnosis, obviously, for Richard Derivates. And the reality is, we go as we go into week one, we all sometimes drink from the River Lethe and forget and forget what happened last year and forget the, the history of the past. Week one's a great week for forgetfulness. You like to forget last year that the Packers lost 31 and 3 to the Saints and then got it out of their system. That the Jags one year won their first game and then promptly lost the next 15 games. That was before Urban Wire. You didn't think it could get worse. We also forget that this last time last year, this was the opening game of the NFL season and it was a cracking game between two high-powered offenses. We were w- well entertained by it and obviously Brady led them to a victory in the end, but Prescott maxed him uh, all the way through. I don't see that same capability this year. I think Prescott and the Cowboys offense still has the capability to surprise and shock. Micah Parsons is still an unbelievable talent, but as Brian alludes to, they're missing too many parts. I also think the Bucs will be very choppy, though. That O-line still needs to bet in. Brady, Michael, you've alluded to missing time in camp and having to adapt to new receivers and things like that. But still... The 45-year-old Tom Brady, you mentioned the 40-year-old come back in, the 45-year-old Tom Brady will have enough on his march to 100,000 yards and will beat the Cowboys, who he has never, ever, ever lost to. 
one more time before he finally walks off into the sunset. Or have I heard that before? One more time before he finally walks off into the sunset. Let's go back to December the 20th last year. Your boy was at the Packers-Ravens game. Shout out to the Ravens for the hospitality. And shout out to John Harper for going for it on fourth down or for the two-point conversion. can't remember. It was that bad. Uh, anyway, I go back to the hotel and I put the TV on, got some take-in food or some delivering food. And this is going somewhere. Don't worry. And I watched Sunday Night Football. And I watched a 45-year-old Tom Brady have a shutout against the New Orleans Saints. And I watched the man start to decline very, very, very briefly. Rush, uh, pass forward or go forward another three and a half months later and Tom Brady retires. Go forward another, well, I can't even remember the days anymore. The head coach is suddenly gone. Now Todd Bowles is in. Oh, and now Tom's back because Tom didn't get what he wanted or he was home a bit like my dad whenever he went for and if you're watching this John hello whenever he uh, worked at home for three months for the first time in 20 odd years when COVID happened and was suddenly back in the office after three months Tom Brady was back playing football again Ali Marpe is gone Ryan Jensen has been replaced by Robert Hainsey and Alex Kappa has been replaced by Shaq Mason their offensive line is weak to say the least and I am not convinced until I see like Brian's talking about a shutout win on Sunday night or like a big win sorry for the Bucks or a, a blowout win or a comfortable con- considerable win, win. comfortable huh? comfortable okay yeah. okay I have the Cowboys winning this I have the Cowboys winning on Sunday Night Football and I don't sorry Mark for not putting your thing on the screen I don't think it's that much of an upset the Cowboys are going to be up for the stock Prescott embarrassed himself and the team embarrassed himself the way the season ended last year they're going to be up for it uh, I know they've got a few injuries in the sense of is it Amari it's not Amari Cooper Jesus who's out Who's out? What wide receiver's out? Um, it's Gallop. lost. Gallop's out, but it's still got CD Lamb. And I'm going to say right Gallop. now, Ezekiel Elliott will go over 80 yards rushing on Sunday. Why not? Uh, but I think Tom Brady's going to struggle against Dallas. And I think questions, I think we'll have a whole segment in this on Monday night at 9 o'clock, lads. I'm taking the Cowboys to beat the Bucks, And I can't wait to watch it live on Sunday night. And just obviously... Um, a very very exciting game as well any very quick points before we roll off yeah I do your your friend you did a very good piece there and what a cab was a win you, you asked her in that when Brady came back he came back on unlucky number for most of the league number 13 he came back on the 13th of March and number 13 is Evans he's going to have a great game on Sunday night imagine you get a couple of touchdowns there are a lot of comments here tonight but I'll give a shout out uh, Fred said Brian looks he's playing Super Mario Brothers and he's very happy he does and there was a comment as well about his pyjamas I didn't put it on the screen earlier on thanks to everyone who's commented uh, Sean Payton would not like dealing with Jerry Jones and there was another comment as well about Sean Payton he could be in we'll talk about that on Monday night lads just to get more on that in that sense we are back at 9 o'clock on Monday night 9pm we're presented by Cassidy Travel please check the bio get in contact with Cassidy Travel for the best travel deals in the market whether you're in Ireland or the UK you can fly from Dublin you can call them the numbers in the bio below on the podcast or on the YouTube channel we've got nfl game pass a giveaway is going on all weekend and uh, click the link if you want to sign up it'll help us as well uh, we will see you on monday nights uh, that's us lads yeah all good enjoy week one excellent enjoy week one uh, and seven hours of commercial free football start right now